kids yo what up everybody hi how we doing everybody it's uh you know episode 136 of the empty space podcast it sure is and we have a fucking fun episode another yes, we do. great breakdown a part one breakdown yep. of, of what mr Batchelder. green days album uno from uno. the trilogy uno dos and trey I, I am super excited to break this one down. Yeah? I like this one. I don't okay. know how much of it you listen to. The whole thing. Yes. I loved this record. Loved it. Dope. Dope. This yeah, was, I, I'm a this fan. This was fun. This I'm was fun. This was um, a blast from the past, for sure. Um, I was a huge, huge fan of this one. Hell yeah. Um, Before we get... Well, just to piggyback off of that, um, you know, critics had said that this was um, kind of like a good, like they, they, it was a lot of Green Day fans I saw personally weren't huge on this one, on these three, actually. I say it's one, but the three of them. Hmm. Um, but BBC Music's Ian Winwood called it a work of masterfully controlled music and moho recommended it to bands uh to the fans of the band's 94 album dookie stated your favorite slacker punks are briefly back (laughs) briefly i like it that's how i felt about this record i felt Mm -hmm. that it was a um like it, it was like going back to 1994 i it's it's beautiful i love this record so super oh, excited yeah break it down it'll be good then it's a little positivity after the blink ones yes uh yeah those were uh boy a bit the rough. last two were rough the last two were rough yeah uh, we know that they so. yeah so we apologize again for our negativity yeah but yeah we just wanted to be we wanted to finish uh, it yeah just had to had to so now I think after we do this one, then we're going to do plus 44. Mm-hmm. And then probably some Angels and Airwaves. Because we have, after this, we have five more Green Day records to do. Yeah. And so, I'll, and we're, we'll be throwing in other bands in there. Yeah, other, of course. Other artists yeah. and stuff in there uh, in between. I know it's yeah. this. I know it can get like kind of like, oh, why are they only doing Blink and Green Day? Um this is what we do. We do like a f- bunch of them, and then we take a hiatus because yeah. it gets old. Then we go back to it. That's what we did the first time. So, yeah. So uh, I think when we get to like after Trey, is yeah. when we'll probably take a break again for a couple months, and then we'll get back into it again. Because hopefully, we're hoping that we can wrap it up with both of their records coming out. Yeah. Because Blinks is supposed to be coming this fall. So that's good. We finish them. So once that comes, that's when we'll bang that out. Um, I think we'll probably do Movement's record that comes out next week. We'll probably do Keep Flying's record that comes out next week. 
We got to do trophy eyes that already came out. Yeah, we got to do that one. We have a few. Yep. A few EPs to get into and records and stuff, but definitely that that movements one's on the list. That's a good one. I'm excited for that. And obviously keep flying. Oh, keep flying is like the pinnacle, man. I can't wait. Yeah, keep flying. Yeah, very excited for that. That's actually next. Well, it'll already have come out by the time this comes out. That actually dropped Tuesday, the 15th. So go check that out. And the movements record came out today. So we have no thoughts on it. We don't know. We don't have thoughts on anything yet. (laughs) This is all in the the past and the future. It's all kind of fucked up. We don't know. I was going to say, did you see that picture of their booties like a week or two ago? What a nice yes. pair of booties those guys got. I know. Wonderful. Big, big butts. Just want to. Well, that's <laughs> okay. All right. Talk to me. Talk to me. I need to I need to know people when you're listening to this batch will be a married man. OK, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. he will officially be part I of the Power Rangers ring. I don't have, I don't have the power yet. He will I have don't. his his Thanos. He will be completed. So, yep. um, but before that, we are recording the week before. Mm-hmm. Talk to us, dude. Uh, the week hi- before, five days before, five days, dude. Yeah. Yeah. How we feeling, bud? How's the anxiety? I don't really have any about like actually doing it. Yeah. Um, I think it's more making sure everything's squared away. Yeah. Um, that everything's like put together right. Everything's like we didn't forget anything, I think is the biggest um the biggest thing. Um making sure that everything's like packed away and everything like we got uh Tori's like entire family's like downstairs right now getting everything together while I'm just up here hanging out. So shout out to them. Yeah. <laughs> Um, so yeah, that's, uh, <laughs> that's pretty much it. It's been fun. Well, how, what is it? How far is the venue from your house? If you forget something, it can't be too far, right? It's like 20 minutes. It's like 35 minutes. Yeah, dude. That's fucking, so, that's not too uh, bad. I mean, it also obviously is still stressful because. Yeah, that wouldn't be, uh, ideal, but no, I think we got everything pretty much squared away. Yeah, it's gonna be pretty pretty exciting. We uh I hope so. We're gonna have a blast too. I can't wait to have the after talk about it too and Yeah. Yeah. <sighs> you know, so wedding weeks, baby. Yeah, hopefully the only one. Yeah. So Yeah. Yeah. So that'd be good. <laughs> good shit. Alright. Mm-hmm. Well, let's get into news notes and new releases. Should we make them wait? Do you want to do it last or first? I don't. I think it's so big. We, we got to do it first. We got to do it first. Yeah, we got to do it first. Baby. They're back. TSSF. They're back. Parker Cannon. They're back. The boys. The lads. They're back. If they, uh, you, oh boy, haven't listened, you're missing out. The boys in story so far dropped a new song called Big Blind. Holy fuck. What a, wow. We called it. Wow. We called it. Yeah, we did. Yep. Um, Reddit wins again. So, 
Reddit wings it again. So last week's episode, uh, which was recorded before the big drop of Big Blind, uh, so the Penny Board episode, we talk about it at the end. Yep. So you'll hear us be like, oh, these rumors and blah, 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 blah. And me and Batch were just hyped, and we were like, oh, right away, we'll see, we'll see. Then you saw that we posted about it. Um, Yeah, man, they dropped it. They did it. They fucking yeah. just threw it at us just out like of nowhere. To just, it's, that's classic. Classic mm-hmm. story so far, just to be like, here you go. Just beautiful. What did you think? What did you think? Oh. You first. <laughs> me, bro, I loved it, man. It was, Dude. it was, oh. everything about it. I am not going to lie. I was nervous. Oh, of course. I was nervous. I was like, where are they going to go with this? How mm-hmm. is this going to work out? Like, what are we, what are we going to get here? Are we going to get another upside down or are we getting something, something, something good? Yep. Which upside down is good. But at the time we were like, no, damn it. No, <laughs> it was, let's be fair. It was different. So we it weren't, was, uh, we were shocked. We were yes. a little shocked. Yeah. Um, <laughs> luckily we didn't do, we weren't doing this at the time because, oh boy. <laughs> oh my God. Did right. We have some thoughts. We did. We grew on us though. All right, it people. Did. It did. Um, this reminded me of something off of that record. Um, it seemed like it belonged on that record. I loved it. Yeah, it, I loved to it. me, I think you hit it on the head because I think it reminds me of something. It reminded me like a B side of that record, like the next yeah. step to that record, plus a yeah. little bit of no pressure. You could feel it in there. Yes. Um, sure. I think overall the 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 sound of it was really good. I heard a yeah. lot of people, you know, saying really good things about it. Yeah. I, I love the lyrics. I yeah. love. I th- I just think the whole song itself sounds awesome. The story so far is back. It's a very good song. Mm-hmm. I um, I did make a post on Reddit, but before I get there, I wanted to Parker Cannon dropped something today. For, oh, this is cool. Yeah, he dropped a uh, Instagram story about the new song and just the band in general, and I wanted to read that. He said. Continuing with the story so far, after my dad passed away was incredibly difficult. I took some time away to heal, and I'm very happy to still be making music with Kevin, Ryan, and Will. Thank you for being here after all of this time. That's classic Parker. It's classic Parker, and it also lets us know kind of where he is, because he's not a social media guy. He doesn't let you know how he's doing. And, you know, when his dad died, no pressure just began. and. Now that it's been a few years, I feel like he kind of like had like some time he said, to reflect and and he's finding himself again and he's able to get back with the boys because from our understanding and from the people we've talked to, it seems like he was almost done with the story so far. Yeah, that's the vibe we definitely got from uh, a few of the people that we've talked to. Um, and then I know before this came out, we heard differently. Mm-hmm. Um, but. I think it was a little scary there for a few years. Mm-hmm. It was kind of like, whoa, what's yeah, happening? It, it also makes you, like, I guess it makes me feel good about the direction the story so far is going to go. Because when you see, a, you know, the lead singer, Parker Cannon, start this no pressure. Yeah, that uh, was, oh boy. And then it, it's starting to take off now in the, uh, you know the hardcore scene and he's just going ham dropping EPs. Like it's like, okay, but nothing for the story. So you start to get that. All right. I think he's just changing and the story's done. So this gives us that 
like, oh, no, they're not done. They're just coming back uh, after he needed that little hiatus. And I guess. Yeah. You no, know, I, I think the Blink tour was big for that, too. I think that had was to be kind of like a big help for him. Mm-hmm. Um, Kind of finding stories so far again. Mm-hmm. I think getting the tour with his idols was kind of huge. Agreed. Yeah. And that kind of like gives you that uh, that purpose of like shit yeah like almost, almost like a whoo we're back baby okay yeah here we go. like um but yeah I'm, I'm super pumped that they're back i mean i, I would have been super bummed if uh they were done yeah me too but also like before this i think a lot of it was also like it helped them because mm-hmm. it got people way more hyped yeah for when they did drop something, because it seems like now they're just like, okay, we'll make a record, we'll do a tour, and then we're just going to wait five years. Mm-hmm. And then watch what happens. <laughs> People, like, the kids are going to go bananas. Like, it's it's funny, because there were so many comments online just being like, classic story so far, classic dropping, yeah. a classic part. And like we know that, because that's just what they've done. Yeah, and then there was always. a few people I've talked to that... um probably don't listen to the story far so much, but they do listen to it. And they were like texting me and being like, how can he just drop the song out of nowhere? I'm like, cause that's, that's just what they do. That's just how it works. Um, no hate on people for texting me that. I'm just like, that's, that was like, we found that out too. Like you're, yeah, Oh, you're finding just, this out. Oh, this is how it works. Yeah, this is this how is, it works. <laughs> yeah. This is how they do it. They don't yep. tell you that. I think they're just not big like instagram like marketing people they're just like yeah here you go like yeah. you did it um i'm and sure when the well, yeah i'm sure when the record like they did it with the record mm-hmm. but they were just like hey it's coming out this day mm-hmm. but that's like it yeah, that's literally what they do they just say hey new record it's coming out this day cool and then they drop a single or two and they're like this is it it's here crazy for you well, so it's genius. It's it is. it's like non-marketing it, marketing genius. <laughs> it's fucking awesome, so, dude. Yeah, but the, he does that with no pressure too. Like all of a sudden, oh, same shit. Like the dude. first the no pressure thing just came out of nowhere. Like that I EP know. just came. Was just like, hey, hey, how are you? Like, look what we did. And because <sighs> I just remember he posted like a picture of it, and I mm-hmm. was like, what is that? And I went on Spotify and I started just telling everyone. I was like, oh my god, this is holy <laughs> shit. But that's classic. That's just what they do. Just like, yeah. Make works, something, don't works. tell anyone about it. And then they're just like, it's done. Here you go. Enjoy. <laughs> so, Love it. yeah. So we can get back to our regularly scheduled news and notes. Well, I wanted to end it off with a few things that I've read online about this. Yeah. Um. So I posted this on Reddit. I posted, I asked people, you know, their comments on Big Blind. Because I was curious how the world would react to this. Yeah. So I got like five or six comments. I'm just going to read through a few of them real quick. Mm-hmm. Uh, the biggest and most one that was liked by people was, uh, this song was needed for sure. I feel like this song and the release of it was kind of a feeler to see where the sentiment of the fan base was. I will be curious to see what the band members have to say about the track and why they chose to release it. Similar to what others have said, it feels like a good continuation of Proper Dose. But if you take a look at their history of singles uh, they released before the album, the song is more of a teaser. The first single is usually really good, 
but it gets overplayed so that when the album comes out, we then, the fans, focus on other songs and really dive into the album as a whole. I can't fucking wait. That's that. That's exactly what they do. That's what I'm saying, right? That's that was exactly, by... Um, <laughs> that's that was exactly by this guy. They did. Sorry. No, you're good. That was by Fatty Bibbs. I just want to give him a shout out because uh, I told these people I'd fucking shout him out. Yeah, that's dope. Um, yeah, I mean, that's what they do with... Um, that's exactly what they did because they released Proper Dose, like I think two years before the record even came out. Facts, yeah. And then by then they had Upside Down was out, Let mm-hmm. It Go was out, mm-hmm. and I think it was just those three, right? Yeah, I think that was it. And then, uh, right, was it? Yeah, it was Let It Go, Upside Down. And I th- didn't they let, didn't they? I thought they put out, um, I can't, I'm blanking on the name. Um, give me one second. It was another one off of. I'm going to go uh, pee while you do that real quick. Uh, I'll, I got it. Too oh, late. You got it? Yeah. Take me as you please. Wasn't that the oh, fourth Oh, that one? is it. Yes. It might be, yeah. That was, yeah. That was the fourth one because those ones were like, okay, we've heard enough of these. Let's get this record out. Hmm. Uh, that's that's a good that's a good call yeah uh, a few more here uh one's uh mucus 24 said i think it's a great build off again another same comment uh from proper dose and i love it it really sounds like the story so far i love no pressure but the story for so far music was much missed and needed i think parker cannon has some of the best lyrics in pop punk quote from this big blind is i will stack the deck because i know the dealer uh, to take a song and use a theme around cards and have those lines that hit hard is really cool to me. I think the song is short, and I wish they released a longer song because it's been so long, but it fits the song really well, and I think that they know what they're doing by having fans wanting more to hype them up for the album, along the lines of what we literally just talked about again. Yeah, 100%. Our uh, last few are kind of shorter. Acorn to Oak said, song is a bop. I'm curious if it will actually be on a new album, but I absolutely love the upbeat feeling of it. I'm convinced that this band is incapable of making a bad song. We've debated that. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Mindless, <laughs> mindless dig seven eight nine nine say great blend of proper dose and self titled. Stoked for the album. Uh, Pierre Seuss said, "I wish it was longer than the lyrics. Pretty much consisted of the chorus and like five to six other lyrics. But damn, they do make good music every single time." And the last comment here is by. Problemo Pablo is the song is good. Feels very safe. I'm personally hoping they step in a little further out of their comfort zone. If when they release more songs, they were obligated to release a song before the tour with Blink. This is a great song for all the new listeners. This will get them the exposure for that tour. Another great comment. So, <laughs> yes. So yeah, Big Blind is out and uh, shit. I'm hyped. We're hyped. Very, very, very hyped. I uh, I love it. Yes, sir. So we'll get into our um, regularly scheduled news and notes. Let's go. Okie dokie. So first off, we have Capture This released a new single called Same Old Story that came out last week, August 11th. Again, we're in the future, but also the past. So (laughs) we have no clue. I'll say it was great. Yeah, 
I bet it was. I bet it was awesome. Capture This is a great band, dude. They are. I can't wait to hear how uh, Female Fronted last went. Oh, yeah, that's right. We'll have to get an update. For sure. Uh, moving along. Dog Hotel and Driveways. They have a show at the Taffeta in oh, yeah. Massachusetts. October 28th. Tickets on sale now. $20 in advance. 25 at the door. Driveways and Dog Hotel. Pretty much a Halloween show. Yeah. Yep. I mean, it's about, yeah, close as you can get without actually doing it on Halloween. Yeah. Definitely going to be hitting that up. That's going to be fucking sick. I feel like I have something to do that day. It seems familiar, but if not, I'm going. Hell yeah. That's going to be fun. Right. So I will definitely be there. That's going to be dope. How close is Lowell to you? Uh, 40 minutes? I don't know. Let me... uh. Let me look at that. I don't know, actually. I think it's probably... <laughs> I feel like it can't be too bad. No, I think it's probably um about that. Yeah. If I had to guess, it's probably about 35, 40 minutes. Okay. I'm just guessing. 42 like minutes. Oh, damn. Good shit. So, yeah, I mean, it's close to an hour if you go different ways. Um, Could be 50 minutes if you go... US 3 North. <laughs> It'll be 55 minutes if you go Mass 114 West and 495 South. That's a that's going up and around. That's not the way you'd like to go. But yeah, so probably close to an hour depending on traffic, but not too far. Fair enough. Hell yeah. So then... Uh, Glimmers announced the departure of their rhythm guitarist, Alex, who wants to explore new opportunities and is leaving on amazing terms. Good Love for him. Love to see that. Love to see that when people leave. Don't like yeah. for it to be on bad terms. That's never fun. No, no. We don't like that. So Speak- that's good. Speaking of bad terms uh-huh. um, or leaving bands on bad terms, I didn't write uh-huh. this down, but... Another news notes thing is the whole anti-flag thing. Oh yeah, I, I uh, there was a a statement put out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I don't know if you that. saw it at all about the allegations. Um, I wasn't uh, I wasn't sure if we were going to talk about it because I know the band made one and then he made one. Correct. Yeah, he was made there another per- one. No, I was just talking about his oh, personal okay. one that yeah, he yeah, basically yeah. is denying everything. Uh, yep. Not going to get into it, but just for the news part of it, uh, and I know we already brought it up, There is that on his side, he is saying nothing. That did not happen. It's all false, but that's that. We'll move on from that. Um, But another old school band here, speaking of old school bands, Bad Religion announces their fall tour in the U.S. starting in California. Pretty badass. Bad Religion is always sick. Been. Original punk fun. band. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's gonna be a fun one. 
They start in California. They end in New Jersey. Um, they uh, unfortunately don't come to Massachusetts, but they do come to New Haven, Connecticut, in Albany, New York. So if Those you, are close. Are, yeah, if you're in the New England area and you're a podcast listener for us, that would be the closest, I'd say. I think so. Yeah. 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 Uh, then another cool one. Jawbreaker announces a September U.S. tour. It's fucking sick. Yep, that's going to be a fun one. Busy fall. Busy, busy fall. Yeah. That's, they're, that's um, crazy. They're to- they're touring with, uh, is it Joyce Manor and Grumpster? Which is... It's uh, a, a cool one. It's pretty cool, man. Pretty freaking cool. And then, uh, this isn't pop punk, but this is pretty, this is actually pretty pop punk right here, actually. You know what? T-Swift, all you Swifties out there that listen to this podcast, I know you're out there, but some pretty cool stuff came out. She, um, she paid her truck drivers and all of her employees that work for her that's helping set up and stuff, $100,000 each. I thought it was just the truck drivers. No, the truck drivers got two hundred thousand. Everybody else got a hundred thousand. Imagine. Jesus. Well, when you're charging fucking thirty five hundred bucks for a ticket, you can afford to do that. Right. So that to me, that is like if you're getting that much money and you're giving that much, like that that's, that's awesome. Crazy. Yeah, that's cool. Fuck, man. That's definitely cool. T Swift pulling out the most pop punk thing you can do, respecting. The people yeah. that help make what's happening possible. Absolutely, because without those people, none of that happens. You're shit. That's cool. That's yeah. Oh, I love that. <laughs> oh my! I just fucking sat on my thumb, dude. Why did you uh, do that? I don't know. Things fucked now. Mid fucking podcast, Steve fucked his thumb up. Good That's shit. Definitely not good. Not good uh. at all. That was fun. We'll do that again sometime. <laughs> uh, all right. So, what? I don't know. There's nothing else. That's it? That's it, dude. I'm ripping a piss before this Uno breakdown. All right. Or I'm not, go ahead. I'm not making it. I got to take a Uno. A number Uno. Buddy? See, si, senor. Let's go. Are we ready? Ben ready, man. I've been oh. waiting for you. Jeez. Oh, sorry. Tori was asking me stuff. Tell her no. Yeah. You want to do that? What? <laughs> I don't even want to do that. I'm asking her if uh... she'll marry you. Yeah. Just, just do it again. Yeah. <laughs> just to make sure. Just double check. Yeah. You sure? Sorry. Like, they know I'm doing this. Leave me alone. You're good, bro. We don't have... It won't take too long anyways. No. this will. I'm just excited to do it. I just want to be focused. Well, get your dick out. Oh, it already is, bitch. Oh, Jesus. Okay. So, <laughs> we are going to get into Green Day's ninth studio album called Uno. Are you excited? Yes. Are you excited? Yes. 
You sure? I feel like I'm not saying it good enough for you. Are you excited? Yeah, baby, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. All right, he's on his motorcycle and he's off. <laughs> okay. So like I said, Uno is the ninth studio album by Green Day, released on September 21st, 2012 by Reprise Records. It is the first of three albums in the Uno Dos and Trey trilogy, a series of studio albums released from September to December of 2012. Green Day recorded the album from February to June of 2012 at Jingletown Studios in Oakland, California. This is the band's first album recorded as a quartet because touring guitarist Jason White joined the band in the studio to give the studio recordings a more live feel. That's pretty dope. I think that definitely comes through on the record, too. It has. Yeah, it definitely does. Um, So Uno consists of 12 songs and was announced on June 26th of 2012. The first single from the album titled Oh Love was released on July 16th of 2012. The second single Kill the DJ was released on European iTunes stores on August 14th, 2012. And the third single Let Yourself Go was released on the U.S. iTunes store on September 5th, 2012. And the promotional single of Nuclear Family was released on YouTube on September 12th. And the music video for Stay the Night was released on Rolling Stone and their YouTube channel on September 24th, 2012. In February 2012, Billy Joe Armstrong announced that the band was in the studio recording material for a new album. In a statement, he said, we are at the most prolific and creative time in our lives. This is the best music we've ever written. And the songs just keep coming. Instead of making one album, we're making a three-album trilogy. Every song has the power and energy that represents Green Day on all emotional levels. We just can't help ourselves. We're going epic epic as fuck. Uh, This album, Uno, debuted at Number two on the U.S. Billboard 200 chart, selling 139,000 copies in its first week. After three months, Uno had shifted 256,000 copies in the U.S., and the album has sold over 325,000 copies in the U.S. In the United Kingdom, it also debuted at number two on the U.K. Albums chart on first week sales of 42,651 copies, as of October 13, 2016, Uno has sold 125,531 copies in the UK. In Canada, the album debuted at number three, selling 12,000 copies. So, not quite as popular as other records that they've put out. But also, things were changing, I think, around then. That's, I think, the shift of when Spotify came in. Mm-hmm. Right around there. And like the YouTube, what's the thing you do? The YouTube, uh, YouTube music. Yeah. I think that's about the time that that started happening. The streaming services came in. So that's why I think you see a dip in the, uh, the album sales. Yeah. Either way, uh, this is a great record. This is an amazing record, dude. Yeah. I did very much like this record a lot. I figured you would. This is very, almost like American Idiot made love with dookie yeah it's a 
my like whole thoughts on it is like it's extremely well done. It's very like Green Day, like when I think of Green Day. Yeah. Very punk rock. Uh, my only negatives on it is a lot of the songs sound very similar, the chord progressions and stuff like that. Um, but yeah. as a whole, dude, fucking rock solid. And I am excited to get into this one a little bit and listen to uh, this album I, uh, again. I definitely agree with the chord progressions and everything sounding the same. Um, yeah. That was very old school Green Day, though. Like, I think before Dookie, mm-hmm. like Kerplunk and 1039 Smooth Dot Slappy Hours, they kind of used the same chords, chord progression. It all kind of blended in together, but that's also, that's kind of punk. Like, that's mm-hmm. kind of what punk is. So, yeah, punk's like four chords, dude. Yeah. So, <laughs> like, power yeah, chords. There's, there's only so much you can do. Yeah. But, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, I definitely thought they kind of went back to their roots a little bit with this one. Yeah, um, agreed. So we uh, we will get into it. Let's go, dude. All right. Uh, the first track off of Uno is Nuclear Family. All right, all right, all right, all right, all right, all right, all right. This one smacks right off the rip. Uh, This is the first track off of Uno. As stated by Billy Joe Armstrong, doesn't seem to have a real meaning and or story behind the lyrics. Nonetheless, if we analyze the song, it seems to show a narrator who sees society in a constant decline, but rather than wallowing in the misfortune brought on by these times, the narrator wants to live up to live it up while he can. That's the most Green Day fucking breakdown I've ever fucking heard. <laughs> uh, Billy Joe said, I don't even know what nuclear family is about. I don't really think it's about anything. So that's Billy's input. So that's pretty sweet. Um, It's just a cool, like, old school Green Day song. Like, mm-hmm. just a great way to start off the record. Felt like it was back in 1994 with the little... A little razzle-dazzle, a little sprinkle of American Idiot in there with the social, political undertones. (laughs) But I loved it. I love this song. This song fucking rips. What a great opener uh, to have on such an amazing album. I think it sets the tone for the whole entire album. As soon as you listen to it, it's like... Usually you have that question of like, is this what the whole album is going to be? You don't get that. (laughs) But this does give you that intention of like, this is the album. This is what you're getting. I think that it's great. They, There's no like real meaning behind it. It's just a fucking banging song. Lyrics are what they are. I was telling Batch, the only thing I wish they did just out of pure like, you know, uh, what's it called? Like, isn't it an analogy or is it like, like, what are you trying uh, to? I'll explain it first. Yeah, uh, first. So, so at the outro, when he starts counting down from 10 and he gets all the way down to one, he says one, but I wish he said Uno when it's like five, four, three, two, one. I wish he did five, four, three, two, Uno. Just to like, yeah, I don't know. I, maybe it's too corny, but I just thought it was cool. I was waiting for it. I was like, this is going to say, he's going to say Uno. He's going to say it because it's one. But um, <laughs> nonetheless, cool. nonetheless, it was pretty fucking pretty dope opener. Yeah, I agree. Um. Yeah, I mean, I I wish he had done that too. I think that would have been fucking cool. Um, but yeah, it's it's you know, 
It's fucking dope, dude. I love. Oh, you know what? Song. The other thing, this whole album kind of gives me vibes on. Besides, like just obvious Green Days, kind of reminds me of, like Beatles. I don't know. A why. little. It's like Surfside Beatles type music too. So like the Beach Boys. Yeah, the Beach Boys. I think maybe that's who I'm thinking of too. I kind of got a lot of like, especially in all three of these, more the first two than Trey. Mm-hmm. A lot of like Ramones, Dead Kennedys type vibes in it. Okay. Like you'll see it, especially in Dose. Like Dose is a lot of that. Like Dose is more of like a garage punk okay. type record. Uh, this is more of like classic Green Day. And then Trey is kind of like uh, 21st century breakdown, American idiot type stuff. Okay. I'll keep so, that in mind when we yeah. when we get there. Yeah. Yeah, it's really cool. Um, but definitely, um, definitely love this fucking song. And All then right. I just went on Reddit when you mentioned it. Um, I saw the um when you said you were breaking down Uno. Oh, I forgot I did that. Um, whoever turn up the beef is, you need to turn in your Green Day fan card. And go straight to hell. I don't even know what happened. Because he said, there's not Uno good song on there. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I thought that was hilarious. That was funny. That was funny. You I got it, dude. That was, funny. <laughs> that was funny. But pound sand. <laughs> um, oh, someone hashed back at him. Yeah, yeah. Disagree. Uno was the best of the trilogy. Nuclear Family, Stay the Night, and Rusty James, Slap. They're missing the best one, which is coming up. Uh, the best one is coming up soon. Uh, Stay the Night's a fucking gem. And then whoever Bruins 3743 is laughed and said yes. <laughs> so that's that's great. Uh, but anyway, yeah. Um, see what I mean? A lot of people didn't like this record. A lot of people didn't like these three. I don't know why. But Maybe, yeah. I don't know. I don't I feel know. Like there's more I, comments I, on there that say they like yeah. it. That's true. But uh, when it first came out, I saw a lot of people that were like, this is stupid. This sucks. Yeah. Okay. Well, <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Uh, but anyway, I digress. I digress. All right. Well, something I'm going to be doing on Batch's wedding is I'm going to be staying the night. So the yeah. next song is Stay the Night. Well, that's Stay the Night. That's the second track on Uno. It is about falling in love and holding on to that person for as long as possible. The song follows the classic pop-punk formula filled with a little warm, little a little more warmth than other Green Day tracks, matching the sentiment of the lyrics. I personally love this song. I think it's a great song. I think it gives me kind of a uh, gives me kind of like the vibes of like I think it's is it Warning, I think? What's that fucking song I'm trying to think of? Yeah, Nimrod and Warning. Yeah. It gives like me kind of those type. vibes. Yeah. 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 Um, sure. Great song, man. Yeah. Uh, it, it's got the, the effects on his voice, which is like, gives me that American idiot vibe. It's Yeah. It's got the punk rock vibe to it. The lyrics are good. They're detailed as fuck. Mm-hmm. Uh, 
shit, say you'll stay the night because we're running out of time. So stay the night. I don't want to say goodbye. So you'll stay the night because we're running out of time. So stay the night. I don't want to say goodbye. Very, um, very punk, just simple to the point. Yeah. Good song overall. Oh, yeah, for sure. There's a cool acoustic version of it, too, mm. that they I don't released. Think I don't think I've heard that. That's really cool. Um, yeah, like you said, man, it definitely was like that old school Nimrod um, or Warning type vibe to it. Um, but I definitely, uh, I love this one, too. There's, no, there's, there's only, I think, maybe two songs that I was like, eh. Mm-hmm. didn't love but uh this was not one of them this is a good one i love like you said the simplicity of it where mm. like even in the first verse it's like well i ain't got much time so i'll get to the point do you want to share a ride and get the fuck out of this joint i've got an impulse so repulsive that it burns i want to break your heart until it makes your stomach churn yeah it's fucking good it's good fuck yes yeah. it's, it's it's just you know pretty basic stuff but it's uh it's good it's green day Yes. So pretty much, yeah. So uh all right. We will uh move right along to the next one. The next one is Carpe Diem. Ain't it beautiful? So unusual. Life's a gas and it's running out. Living a cliche, gonna seize a day, bottle rockets and sell. All right. Uh the title, Carpe Diem is latin and translates to seize the day the song is about making the most of life and treating each day as if it's your last which is a pretty dope little message um i love it um the song uh it's okay it's not my favorite it's not my least favorite it's just kind of there um i usually find myself listening to about a third to like half of it and then skipping it. Um, it just kind of sounds like a B-side off of American Idiot or 21st Century Breakdown. It's kind of like we've heard this before. Um, but, again, not bad, not great. So, what are your thoughts on this one? Same as you, man. Um, yeah. This is what I was talking about when we before we started, and my thoughts on it was just like, I had another song. Um, yeah. I was saying it's just it's not like a nine blink one eighty two song where I'm like, oh my fucking Christ. But it's just like, yeah. yeah, man, I feel like we've heard this before. I feel like and there's nothing wrong with it. It's a great song. I just to me it's like, all right, I was like the next song was almost the same song. And I'm like, okay, I wanted something different. But mm-hmm. it's still a really good song. I do like what it's saying. And um uh the guitar solo's dope, the drums are fire, the uh oh, yeah. the the lyrics uh that say making a living, making a killing, what's worth forgiving, all right. Pretty fucking Pretty yeah. cool. I like uh, the uh, the chorus in it. Um, with the "Are we all too young to die?" Mm-hmm. Ask a reason and no reply. Are we all too young to die? I love that mm. that lyric. That's a good lyric. Um, I also forgot to mention it. Um, but in Nuclear Family, the fucking bass in Nuclear Family. Oh yeah, is unbelievable. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Mike Durant fucking crushed it in that. And that's on that. That bass is fucking tremendous. Fucking always. So hell yeah. Uh, shall we move along to the next one? 
Yeah, dude. Uh, the next one's gonna be Let Yourself Go. My favorite song. So good. Don't give a fuck anyway. Let yourself go. So, Let Yourself Go has to be one of me and Batch's favorites off this one. Uh, Let Yourself Go shows Green Day fed up with the haters and annoying people. A song where they express their frustrations with these people. The narrator, quote, lets himself go, unquote, so to speak, because he feels that if he doesn't rid his mind of thoughts about these people, he'll explode. The song conveys similar ideas to other tracks in the album, such as Loss of Control. And I think that is so perfectly said because in our minds and in our brains, we hold back so much and we don't express how we really feel until we actually explode. Mm -hmm. And this song can kind of be that reminder to like, just let yourself fucking do it. Do it. Don't you don't necessarily have to fucking go crazy and fucking tell people to go eat shit, but maybe a little bit less of keeping things in. But. 100%. 100%. Um, <laughs> dude, this song absolutely slaps. It's yeah. literally the... Oh, it's just so catchy, dude. And it's so good. And yeah. I caught myself just singing it all the time, dude. The fucking opening. How oh, he's I like, shut it. your mouth because you're talking too much. And I don't give a damn anyways. You always seem to be stepping in shit. And all you really do is complain. It's your lie. Tell it how you like. Small minds seem to think alike. Shut your mouth. Because you're talking too much, and I don't give a fuck anyways. I fucking Ugh. love that. And when he screams, too, he does a little yeah. yelling. Uh, oh, ooh, ooh. I got yeah. the chili willies. I know. I fucking, oh my god. I love it. I love the, um, just every, this, this is like the most punk track on the record. Just with the chorus, just repeating, let yourself go a million times. Mm-hmm. Um. The chorus gives me big Ramones vibes. Like I could, you know, like the Ramones when they yeah. said, I want to be sedated. Like, yeah, that's perfect. Like that. Um, I love the second verse, cut the crap. Cause you're screaming in my ear and you're taking up all of the space. You're really mm-hmm. testing my patience again. And I'd rather get punched in the face. You're getting on my utter last nerve. Everything <laughs> you said, I've already heard. I'm sick to death. Have you every last breath? And I don't give a fuck anyway. And then I love in the back how it's like someone screaming, like, shut the fuck up in the back. Yeah. (laughs) Like, so fucking sick, dude. Um, Yeah, it's just so fucking good, man. This this song is like, I love after that in the post chorus when he's screaming, gotta let it go, gotta let it go. And then he like really screams it like the last few times. Yeah. Oh, my God. Right before the guitar solo. It's fucking unbelievable. This song is my favorite song on the record Hands i'm with down. you i'm with you this song fucking slaps dude so uh go check that one out for sure if you're gonna start with this record start with that one mm. like, that's a serious Coming fucking in hot. punch in the face like that's such a good one yeah um but all right we will uh move along to the next one are you ready for that or no fuck yeah dude okay uh, the next one is Kill the DJ. All right. Kill the DJ is the fifth track off of Uno. Uh, front man Billy Joe Armstrong had never written a dance track before this song, but makes bassist Mike Durnt was adamant about it. Armstrong commented, 
on a Rolling Stone article. Mike asked me to write a song with a four-on-the-floor rhythm. I'd never done it before. We were trying to figure out how to make dance music without turning into a dance band. Armstrong goes on to speak about the lyrics, telling journalists that this song is not about killing any in particular DJ, but more about the American government's refusal to improve the conditions of this country. Okay. It blows your mind and pisses you off. It's a song about being drunk, going through this chaos, feeling fucked up, and all you want to do is get more drunk. I don't even want to know about it anymore. Uh, Kill the DJ was very well received by critics. Zane Lowe even put it at number two for his 100 hottest tracks of 2012 list. Uh, The official music video was released on September 4th. Uh, Samuel Bayer took the lead on direction. Bayer was more than familiar with the band at this point after directing every video for American Idiot. So that's pretty cool. They brought in their old video director. Yeah, that's fire. Uh, this song's n- nifty. Uh, a nifty little gifty, so to speak. Um, Again, with the with the anti government vibes in there, <laughs> um, but uh, it's pretty cool. Uh, it's definitely got a little funk to it. Little um, the guitar effect is cool. I like that. Um, you know, I, I don't really have much on this. I don't like. You know, it's a cool little song when it comes on, but um, it's not like I'm seeking it out. If that mm-hmm. makes any sense, it um, you know, it's pretty cool. Fuck yeah, I have multiple comments on this one. I think the first thing is to say that Green Day is the only band I know that can and has made a fucking song that I had no idea what the hell it meant, and he <laughs> just read that fucking shit and said it was like a political jab, sort of speak, anti-government shit. And they're the only band that I can say is when I listen to this song, they can also make a dance party song you'd play at your wedding for all adults and kids to listen to and jam to. But also there's like a fuck you to the government in there. Yeah. That's fucking cool, man. Because That's... listening to this song, all my thoughts are is like I could see a three-year-old dancing to this, a 12-year-old, mm-hmm. a 30-year-old, and an 80-year-old. Everyone's just having a good time on the dance floor. And little, little Billy in there just being like, yeah, fuck you. Fuck you, politicians. <laughs> Fuck this shit. So that was my first thought, because I think that's pretty fucking cool, a little hidden message. Uh, second thought is I think it's a perfect time in this album to break mm-hmm. up the sound so that it's not the same repetitive thing. And right. it gives it such a new, funky, you know, fresh purpose. Yeah, if a little fresh feel, a little great purpose to this song. And a little bounce around. You're kind of thrown off, you know. And Yeah, it it's a, was. It's a, yeah, it's a good feel. It's a good feel. And that was cool what you read because I didn't know any of that. So well, good shit, yeah. man. Yeah. It's uh it's a funky little dance track, which yeah. I like. I think it's cool. Uh the music video is really fucking dope too. If you have not seen that, that's a fucking cool music video. Fuck yeah. Um, so yeah. Ditto to all of that. That's fucking cool. Um so yeah, we will move on to the last track of the breakdown yeah we're just gonna go for the next one uh fell for you
All right, fell for you. This is a song that shows a narrator uh, who falls for a girl. He begins by telling the audience about a dream he had where he kissed her. It's called a wet dream, buddy. No. Whoa. <laughs> he was left craving that moment that he wishes to return to the dream or, if possible, make it a reality. Yeah, dude, me too. I've had that before. Mm-hmm. Well, side mm-hmm. note, I had a dream once, right? Oh, boy. Uh, before I get into uh, uh, an interview with Bill Lee and what he said about the song. Uh, real quick, I had a dream where I had the opportunity to be with Riley Reed and she tried to make a move on her, and I extra. her. I said, no. I have a wife. I can't do it. And I so even wife. in my dream, even in my dreams, I can't cheat on my wife. Good thing good for you, man. The good thing. The only place you could get away with it. I was like, <laughs> nah, you go. away. you think of, you think that until I know, um, right? <laughs> until you fucking, you know, your wife has a dream about you cheating on her. And then you definitely did it. Yeah. Then I'm in the O spot. Uh, <laughs> yeah. But anyways, back to, uh, a Rolling Stone interview with Billy. Uh, he said, I always wanted to uno, dos, and tres to be our power pop exile on Main Street. And I understand it sounds a bit stiff and the production isn't great. I love those songs, but a lot of it feels half-baked. It was a weird time. I sort of had my own private nervous breakdown. Well, it wasn't really private. I think it was just a lot of exhaustion. There's like 36 songs on that album. It's insane. But when I revisit it, Fell For You is what stands out. I was listening to a lot of power pop music. I always say that power pop is the greatest music on earth that no one likes, whether it's something like Cheap Trick or another band. That was like the quote, let's just write a gooey bubbly gum song about dreams. And I love and love and crushes and all that gooey ooey stuff that kind of keeps us alive. Those things never really stop. As you get older, you always come across people that you want to spend time with, but you have to be realistic about it when you're a kid. It's okay to be more impulsive when you grow up. It can cause a lot of wreckage in your life. So it's best to maybe write a song about it. Well said. Well said, Billy. Hell yeah, William. (laughs) I like like that explanation and that that whole uh, quote there because it kind of gives you a... Instead of just being like, oh, another song about fucking girls and love and blah, 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 blah. He actually gives you a cool perspective about it. And uh, you know how like when you're younger... And when you get older and stuff, uh, and I and I like that. That's the difference between these Blink and Green Day albums. When we got to those later Blink albums, and they're still talking about breakup songs with teenage girls or dancing and getting in trouble with like girls. It's just like it's old, man. I'd I'd rather listen to this song where it's like there's an actual more of a meaning behind it. This guy's forty something years old, and he's making a song about love and crushes. That's fine, but he's yeah. not talking about breaking up with his sixteen year old girlfriend. But not going to get on that antic too much. I just wanted to give that a little bit. I, I respect that for this, too. It's a cool twist. Uh, cool song for me. It's kind of it's a complacent sound. It's a very uh, Green Day song. It's It's got a little twist to it. Like you said, I think you described it perfectly with the bubbly analogy. Mm-hmm. Um, so those are my thoughts on Fell For You. Yeah, it's, uh, you know, like you said, it's a cool little. I like the um, the, the, the story behind it. Mm. Um, I think that's cool. I think it's it, like you said, it's not your typical like breakup song. It's more of like uh the other side of that, like being in love and loving someone and always thinking about them and always wanting to smooch with them. <laughs> I think it, it's 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 cool. It's um it, it shows kind of the softer side of Green Day, 
while uh, kind of keeping their music the same. Like the lyrics and stuff are a little bit softer for them. And then uh, I think the music's good. I like the drums. I think the drums are awesome in this song. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a good song. But uh, yeah, that's that's all I got on it. Word, dude. So we did it. That's the first half. That is. That is the first half of Uno. Uh, the next half is fun and exciting. So Dos. stay tuned for that. And next time you listen to us, Batch will be a married man. I will be. I will be married. <laughs> be part of the Rangers Club. Yeah. Hell yeah. I can't wait till we can touch rings. I know. Well, I won't. Well, I won't be wearing my real one. I'll probably have a silicone one. At the wedding? Oh no! At the wedding, yeah, we can. Touch, ah, touch we're touching, rings. touching rings, dude. Yeah, we all can. I'm, How I'm, many? I'm pretty much the last one. I was gonna ask who in the party is groomsman party is not married. I think two of them, three of them, but one's one's getting married in November. John's getting married in November. Jerry's not married, and Tori's cousin Pat is not married. Um, so then there's me, you, and Cody and Brian. So half isn't, half is. Half is, half isn't. So half will touch rings. Yes, yes, precisely. Um, also, I want to give a quick shout out. I know this happened a couple of weeks ago, but, well, since when this dropped, it will be a few weeks ago, but last Saturday, August 5th, Pat Kearns and his lovely now fiance, Vanessa Alves, got engaged at the Darius Rucker concert. Whoop, whoop. So congratulations to them. That's very exciting. Congrats. Uh, Yeah, they're getting married next August, which is going to be fun. Jeepers. Yeah. So uh, looking forward to that. That's going to be a good time. Hell yeah, dude. Congratulations to Patrick. Congrats, buddy. Hell yeah. You deserve all the happiness. Yes, sir. And smooches. Yeah. So, all right. I I guess that's it. Get out of here. All right. Get on. uh, We'll talk to you guys uh, in a couple weeks. Yeah. All right, then. Au revoir. Ah.